I'm me. If you don't like me, don't hire me. And that's my approach. Yeah. If you like, and, and that's for everybody. I think everybody should just be themselves. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't want to hire you, it's, it's not a fit. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to KT Confidential. This is episode 142. I'm host number one, Adrian Trott. I'm sitting virtually next to host number two, Ariel Cormendi, who's also my next door neighbor and business partner and quasi friend. Quasi friend. <laughs> Hi there, pal. Um, episode 142. I'm going to get heated. I'm going to try not to get too well, heated. I don't think it's so. Here's the, the, the premise. I don't really know how to explain the topic, but the way the topic or the oh, conversation. I'll tell you. The way the conversation Somebody didn't want to hire us because we swear in our podcast. Which yeah, which in itself is not a bad thing. Okay. I'm not gonna mention any names. We're gonna keep it really vague. But here's what happened. One of our realtors had an acquaintance that lives locally in the same area. Same neighborhood. Same neighborhood. Involved with them with local stuff. Like they, they have with a local, local Facebook stuff. page to work they, together on. Yeah, yada, 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 yada. They know each other really well. Yes. That person decided that he wanted to work or they wanted to work with our realtor. Yes. Even prior to any other discussions. And yeah. the wheels were kind of getting in motion. They were they were moving. They, they were, were getting moving. they were the, moving. The, the wheels were in motion. Until I believe when our realtor presented the or sent the listing agreements to be signed. I think it was in and around that time frame where this it was sell- the day that it was the day that the staging consultation was to take place. Right. So the wheels they, were definitely in motion. Our designer yes. was going to go to the house that day and do the walkthrough to prepare our staging plan. Yeah. And that seller contacted our realtor and said, I'm sorry, we're not going to be moving forward. We're not comfortable. We saw your bosses swearing in their podcast. And we feel like we don't align with that kind of, that form of communication. Yeah. That's what happened. Yeah. And our realtor did not get the listing. Right. Because of that. So I think the, the good thing that comes of this is, and, and a good message for other realtors out there is you're not going to win every deal. You're not going to mesh with everybody. Um, and you can't take it personally. Sometimes there's just a conflict in personality. That's just, I mean, people want to work with people they want to work with. There needs to be some degree of synergy uh, or there should be if, if you want to have a pleasurable experience. So I don't blame the guy. I think it was a, a little bit silly because he had such, it, seemed, it sounds like he had a good relationship built with Wait, our team exactly. member. Exactly. If it's just some random person that calls us 
and says, hey, we want to talk about potentially listing our home. And then when they do the due diligence on us, they mm-hmm. they they see, uh, you know, maybe it's not a fit. But, you know, you're well, you're much more politically correct about these things than I am. And you always have been. I'm just more outspoken. And I probably was the one swearing in the podcast. I don't even know which podcast. High probability. High probability. Because when I swear, I feel like it's graceful. Model? No, it's graceful. Right. Like it, it's, it's graceful. Like, wow, right. he really conveyed his point effectively using those words. It was very suitable for you. Right. It's wow, this guy's an asshole, <laughs> right? And and my my wife has said that to me in in numerous occasions. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, why why are you being an asshole, or why are you swearing? Stop swearing so much. Um, I don't know. Listen, I'm me. If you don't like me, don't hire me. And that's my approach. Yeah. If you like, and and that's for everybody. I think everybody should just be themselves. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't want to hire you, it's it's not a fit. But yeah, it the way the response was from this individual was why I got upset about it was because the relationship that that person had with this realtor. Yes. And despite you, I was on, on holiday or I was, I was not available on that day or whatever. And you reached out to that person. You called that individual. Yes. And, and I had basically, a few good conversations with them. And you apologized. You took the video down um, you said, listen, it, it's no representation of our professionalism. Although to him, maybe it was. Well, I mean, in, their own. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I, I don't believe it was as much him as it perhaps was his spouse. But, um, you know, listen, if, at, the, at the end of the day, well, if you talk to, Sherry, the controller of our brokerage, who processes every single deal through the brokerage mm-hmm. and has for, I don't know how long she's been doing that job, 20 years. And I mean, I don't know how many transactions the brokerage processes annually, but it's it's in four figures, like it's over a thousand transactions. And consistently she says, you know, you guys are amongst the most professional realtors I've ever come across and have the best paperwork I have come across. So much so that one of the people that work with her, one of the trade desk administrators that work with our controller is currently taking Danielle. She's currently taking her realtor course and a whole bunch of realtors were trying to get her to join them and their team, but she specifically reached out to us to join our team and she will be joining our team later this year. We haven't made any announcements because well, now we kind of have. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I guess we just did let the cat out of the bag. Danielle Brown, welcome to the team. Um she wanted to join our team because she loves what we do. She loves our social, she has people uh listening to us. In Ireland, listening and watching our podcast in Ireland because of how how she just 
fell in love with the podcast, but specifically she knows that our paperwork is awesome, that everything we do is above grade, that, you know, our professionalism and code of ethics are top notch. Um, so if I swear, or if I show up in a, in a golf shirt and shorts and sandals to a listing presentation, you know, don't, don't discriminate us for that. That's how I feel. Uh, I mean, you're entitled well, to your own, your own opinion. If you want me to, sh- yeah. if you want, if you want somebody to show up in a suit and tie and never swear and, um, you know, sit all prim and proper, uh, yeah, we're not the guys for you. Thanks for coming out. No, absolutely. Well, and you know, people if are going to want somebody that's certain... going to work their ass off and knows how to get the job done right and do it better than anybody else on the planet. Then you hire us. I agree, but some people can't get beyond certain things and that's fine. You're not, and there's certain demographics we're going to appeal to and some we're not. There's a guy on TikTok again, I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok. So a lot of TikTok references, but there's a realtor in Toronto on TikTok. He's openly gay. And every post he does, he does hashtag gay because that's a demographic that he's going to resonate with very well. And those are people that are going to connect with him for us. If it's like somebody that's extremely religious and against swearing, maybe they don't want to work with us. That's, I don't know. But if I think, I think what it boils down to a lot, I do think there should be some synergy. I think you do need to, but I think you need to give people a chance like this particular situation. Um, I actually quite like the gentleman. I had a few conversations with him. He's very intellectual. He was funny. We had some good conversations. Um, if I ran into him on the street, we'd get along quite well. Um, but I didn't have that chance with his wife, which I believe that if that opportunity was made available, that perhaps their perception of us would have been different. And I think that's what it boils down to is, you know, she saw one video, completely hated it, and was turned off. My dad hates Gary V. But I think anyone that truly knows Gary Vaynerchuk, they know he's a very you know, genuine, nice person with good intentions. They, but he probably can't get past the swearing either. I got to tell you, Gary V, like I've been following him. I want to say five years or so now, maybe a bit more. And I've lost a little bit of interest of what he does and who he is and all of that, just because it's, it's, kind of overload sometimes because he pushes out a ton of content. But between Vayner X, Vayner Media, Vayner Sports, um, Wine Library, like all of these businesses that he's involved in, he is an entrepreneurial genius for the current times. You look at his NFT project right now, um, like that guy is doing amazing, amazing things. And he has a huge following globally. Mm-hmm. And if you look at any platform, whether it's TikTok, Insta, Facebook, whatever, he kills it. YouTube, Twitter, like he's everywhere and killing it everywhere in social and online. And not too many posts where you, you will see him not swearing I was watching one the other weekend where he went garage sailing. And as you know, that used to be one of my favorite things to do, garage sailing and auctioning. And he 
you hit a score. Uh, you got like, I don't remember how many books, a thousand books that were worth each. Oh, I think ten, I saw that. Five to 10 bucks a book and you got a thousand books for 270 bucks. And literally every second word was a swear word in his end post that day <laughs> because he was so psyched. He was pumped, right? And some, you know, it just comes out. And, that, and, and people have asked him, people have said, why do you swear so much? And his, his answer is because that's me and I don't give a fuck. That's his answer, right? Oh, people call him out all the time. There was a lady saying, oh, yeah. do, you, do you swear at home? And he's like, yeah. I do in front of your kids. Yeah, I do. You know, and I'm, I'm much the same. I, Alicia sometimes frowns on it a little bit, but I, I think it's important to, I don't think it's something you should be afraid of. I think it's something you need, you know, you address it and they, you know, in the case of kids, you know, they learn when it's appropriate, when it's not, how to use it. And I don't know. I mean, some people will like it. Some people won't. Anyway, that. I don't know if there's anything more to discuss about that or not, but well, let me let me ask the audience. I'm going to pull the audience right now. That's what I'm going to do. Leave a comment and let us know if swearing on this podcast or in general as realtors, as professional, high-achieving realtors in that own multiple businesses, multiple properties, have um, lots of employees now, comment let us know do you think we shouldn't swear would you like to see more swearing do you not care either way i don't know you tell us i remember two instances and i've said this before one time when i was in the auto industry i was chatting with the general sales manager and i think that's what his position was and he said, uh, or I was growing a beard at the time, not like a, just hardly, like I hadn't shaved for a couple of days and I don't grow hair quickly. So I had like five o'clock shadow and he's like, you'll never be successful with that. People don't trust, proven people don't trust people with beards. Uh, and then there was another time in the real estate industry at our office, there was a woman, I don't remember her position, but um, she said, you'll never be successful if you wear jeans. As is funny. And then, so there are going to be people who feel the same way about, and look at you now all bearded and jeaned up. I'm, I'm wearing jeans every day, man. There are people out there that have the same perception about swearing and they may choose not to work with somebody in a service. They hire somebody for because of that. And that's fine. But I think the biggest thing is just, you need to be you. And that's one of the things I said to this gentleman is I said, Listen, like, I'm not going to put on a front. I'm not going to put on a $5,000 watch, $5,000 suit and pretend to be something I'm not. Like, this is who I am and you get who I am. And if you run into me at a restaurant, I'm going to be the same person that you saw in that video on the podcast. Whereas mm -hmm. there's a lot of people putting on a, a facade. Uh, well, in speaking order to of facade, do you feel... And here's another poll, the audience. Okay. And I want to hear, I want to hear the true comments from, from people that are listening and watching. Is the vehicle that a realtor drives a representation of their success? 
Do you feel or do you think if a realtor is rolling around in a, I don't know, pick a vehicle, five-year-old Honda Civic or a 10-year-old Honda Civic, do you feel that or would you think that that realtor is less successful than the realtor pulling up in a brand new whatever, Audi? Can I answer that? Yeah, of course you can. I'll give. I'll, I'll say what I think. I would like to think I how I would interpret this situation. Okay, so are I'm you, picturing. Are you gonna say? Are you gonna say how you feel? Or I'm gonna tell you, you how I feel. I mean, feel. this is my personality, so this is definitely how it would play out. And I'm 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 putting myself back in my shoes. Back before I was a real estate agent. Before you know, as I was preparing, uh, Alicia and I were preparing to sell our house in Oakville. If I had two real estate agents scheduled for an interview and, you know, they both came in, did their thing. One was a high performing, nicely dressed individual showed up in a fancy car. Second person was a bit younger, not necessarily like overly nicely put together, but was very presentable, clean shoes, you know, not ratty looking, but they pulled up in a, I don't know, $10,000 used Honda Civic. I, I think they could still very easily persuade me to hire them over the other person. I think it has nothing to do with their image whatsoever. It would be I completely re- about how the conversation went. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious to know what people think about that. And and we have people on our team. I mean, now you and I drive what would be considered luxury vehicles, um, but we didn't previously or, you know, much cheaper vehicles back then. Um, I've always had a nice car. I'm a car fanatic. I like cars. Um, so it's important to me not as a status thing. I just like having cars with fancy gadgets if I can afford it. Uh, But we have people on our team that drive, you know, average and below average vehicles and they're making above average income. And I'm, I just wonder, you know, like, so if somebody didn't want to hire us because we're swearing, is there a chance that somebody doesn't get hired because they don't have a nice car? I think it almost always comes down to the whole package. I'll, and I remember 10 years, uh, more than 10 years ago now, 15 years ago, I was in the market for a condo in Las Vegas. And my grandfather and I said, okay, let's take a trip together. And as you know, I still have family that lives out there. so. We took a trip together for a few days and we went condo searching. So I reached out in advance. I reached out to a realtor, found her online. And she was very, she was excellent in her communication, both email and over the phone. I said, okay, let's uh, set up some showings. So when we arrive, basically I wanted to get off the plane, throw my bags in the room grab a bite to eat and go check out some condos. 
So that's what we did. And she said, okay, meet me at this address. And then we'll go from there. So we had a rental car. We, we drove to the location and we're waiting. And she pulls up and it was a brand new Lexus. And first thing out of my grandfather's mouth, he looks at me, he goes, where did you find her? I said, um, you know, I did some researching online and uh, she was she was great to communicate with. I reached out to several realtors and she was on, she seemed like she was on the ball. And he goes to me, she does good. She does well. <laughs> I said, because of the car. How do you know? He said, well, look, she's driving a brand new Lexus. She must do all right. <laughs> So it's funny there to a degree it's for me, it's almost a turnoff too with some things like there's one person um, that posts a lot about buying expensive name brand garments, clothing, shoes, everything, fancy stuff. And for me that it has an, there's a negative connotation with it where I'm like, mm, bit of a show off doesn't interest me versus somebody who is more genuine. I mean, that is genuine to them. I suppose that's what they like, but for me, it just doesn't resonate with me. And and there's still a viewing audience for that person, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so the person that does want to work with somebody that has the two thousand dollar Prada shoes because they like Prada, uh, or they fancy the fifteen thousand dollar watch or whatever. I mean, that's that's their audience, and those people click and you know, that's a match made for them. Um, I don't know. I find it a little bit distasteful. Like, could, could you and I be rocking some Canali suits, Prada shoes and a Rolex watch and, you know, um, going for hot shave every other afternoon and this and that. Yeah, sure. But not us, you know? So, yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. And I think this is from a, just an, Am, an Amazon, Amazon basics. I can't tell. Can you see what it is? I can't see it. it. No? I can't what see it. it. All I can see the price yeah. is extra small. Yeah. No, Am <laughs> You're a funny guy. Amazon, ba <laughs> Amazon basics right there. Ten, ten, $10 shirt. That's what yeah. I'm wearing. Okay. Um, but I'm curious, what does the audience think? Leave us a comment. Let us know. Episode 142 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Even if we swear, we'd appreciate your business. Ciao. Bye.